Previously on the Harry Strange Radio Drama. Come closer. What are you? I am your new goddess. Take my communion and worship me. Uh, no, no. Get back. Get back. You're, you're a serpent. I am so much more. How's the patient? Uh, she's fine. I guess. I mean, really, who knows? She's a vegetable. If you ask me, she ought to just hurry up and die. Sister Odelia! God forbid! How can you say such a thing? Maria, look at her. She's little more than a skeleton with a film of skin on her. She's older than the Pope and she smells like a sour bologna. Shh! She may be able to hear you. Someone is walking through the fire. Watch out for the imps. I've got Annie. <laughs> It'll be okay. Who is it? I don't know, but the imps are going back to the shadows. Wait. Oh, no. It can't be. Hello, Mr. Strange. Lilith. What are you doing here? The Lilith? I thought that would be obvious, Harry. I'm saving your ass. Again. Happening now on the Harry Strange Radio Drama. The first time we saw the snakes was on Sunday. It had been raining since Thursday, and we were anticipating another outburst later that afternoon. The morning fog made visibility of more than a couple of yards almost impossible. Sister Odelia was going to drive into town for some supplies I needed for Sister Fiona. She never made it to the garage. Mon Dieu, help me! I ran to the window. Sister Odelia was trapped in the breezeway between the convent and the garage. At first, I couldn't tell what Odelia was shouting about. Not that it takes much for Odelia to start shouting. Truth be told, I was happy that Sister Odelia was able to shout at all after the unfortunate incident between she and Fiona. Get back! In the name of Jesus Christ, get back! The ground near Sister Odelia's feet looked as if it were writhing. My God, there were... Sister Odelia had backed up to the convent wall. She tried to move towards the door, and two of the snakes snapped at her. Odelia was looking right and left, hoping for some way out. She stepped to the left, and a large, red and black snake chomped down on her ankle. Mother Superior stepped outside, no doubt to see what the ruckus was about. Oh, sweet Jesus, Maria, stop lollygagging at the window and get down here and bring a fire extinguisher. I stepped out the door and into an alien landscape. There were literally hundreds of snakes of different sizes, shapes, and colors. Don't just stand there lollygagging, Sister Maria. Shoot the snakes with your extinguisher. Will this kill them? Who kills? Kills them all! No, Maria, this will just lower their body temperatures. Put them in a coma-like sleep. The snakes slowed down until they were practically still. Walk slowly toward us, Sister Odelia. I... I... I can't. Sister Odelia, you're going to have to trust in me and the Lord. Now step over here. Sister Odelia haltingly climbed over the snakes. One of them, a big brown and gold one, raised its head a few inches off the ground and eyed Odelia's ankle. Odelia collapsed into Mother Superior's arms. That was Sunday. On Tuesday... Father Rizzo arrived, and then 
all hell broke loose. Magic and magical people. The unnatural order is all around us. There are white witches, black witches, demons, vamps, werewolves, shapeshifters, ghosts. It's a protoplasmic party of creature features out there. But unless you know where to look, you won't find them. I know where to look. My name is Harry Strange. I don't understand. How are we back in Harry's office? We were just facing the verger. And then suddenly, where are the children? Where is Annie Hyde? She and the other little whelplings are safe at home in their beds. How is that even possible? Enchanted intention, sweetheart. Why do I have a feeling there are children floating around in the ether somewhere? Harry, I haven't murdered a child in centuries. Well, not directly. Would you like me to prove it? No, I'm good. Well, I would. Hold my hand. Harry, I saw Annie. She's safe. Wow, what a rush. Oh, honey, you have no idea what a rush from me is like. Oh, really? Let's not cue up the Barry White music just yet. What's your game here, Lilith? No game, Harry. Just a gal saving her old pal from the clutches of evil. Yeah, and I miss congeniality. When do you do anything that isn't in your best interest? Oh, I'm not denying that, darling. I'd have left you and Mary Poppins, mm, as delectable as she is, to serve at the hand of that little troll if I didn't need you. Now that's the Lilith I know and distrust. I've never lied to you, Harry. Remember that as we move forward. Like the stones? What stones? The first time Lilith and I met, she hired me to find three special stones that were stolen from her. It ended up with her eviscerating her (laughs) ex-lover. Harry, that was years ago. Besides, he had it coming to him. He broke my heart. And technically, I never said I wasn't going to eviscerate him, so that's not really lying. I assure you, this time our goals are in complete alignment. Darling, is there something wrong? You look positively dumbfounded. It's just a bit much for me. I mean, a few minutes ago, we were in the Overbrook Sanitarium, about to become indentured servants to a dwarf. Now, I am sitting here having coffee with Lilith. The Lilith. It's... Oh, it's overwhelming. Yes, darling, I am, aren't I? That's good, Elizabeth. Feed her pride. Demons love that. Not demons, sweetie. Dark angel, if you must give me a name. But that's neither syntactically or taxonomically correct either. I was created as a mortal, just like you. And much like you, Harry, and your angel, I was his favorite. His. The creator, darling. The creator? Wait, so all those stories are real? There really was an Adam and Eve. (laughs) Well, darling, let's just say that there are a million stories in the dirty city, but you only know two of the tales. I, however, was the first woman of the Bible. As interesting as this isn't, what do you say we call it a day? How old are you now? 112? 
113? What is she talking about, Harry? She doesn't know. You haven't told her? Told me what? Tsk, tsk. You were much more upfront with your last partner. I had become quite fond of Carmen near the end of our stay at Club Sordeo. What the angels allowed to happen to her was atrocious. Her family is reunited and in a special place. Okay, Lilith. You've had your coffee and given your condolences. Let's call it a day, shall we? Maybe you're a little confused, Lilith. When someone opens the door in motions like this, it means they want you to leave. Time to go, toots. Oh, but it isn't, Harry. I do have something important to tell you, but I'm savoring the moment. Imagining the look on your face. Mmm, it's going to be sweeter than the creamiest chocolate truffle dipped in wonderful sauce. Pretty sure nothing you have to say to me is going to be that important. Do you recall sleeping with Fiona? Will this speed your departure along? Fiona? One of my girls. Your girls? You slept with a demon, Harry? Ooh. I didn't know she was a demon when I slept with her. At least not the first time. You slept with a demon more than once? Double ew. Right, because you never made a bad relationship choice. Well, I never slept with a demon. But you have slept with someone. Good to know. I never said that. So you haven't slept with someone. I mean, other than me. I certainly haven't slept with you. That hotel in Ocala? Or wherever we were. That was you in the other bed, right? But I didn't sleep with you. We slept in the same room. I would never sleep with you. Yet. I would sleep with Virgil the Dwarf before I ever let you near me. I think the lady doth protest too much. I think the man doth think too much of himself. Ooh, I like her, Harry. She's spunky. I could do a lot with a girl like her. Fine. Take her. She's yours. Have a nice day. I don't think so. What's Harry sleeping with your girl got to do with anything? You've heard of the legend of Pandora's box? Of course. According to Greek mythology, Pandora was the first woman on Earth, created from the earth and water. She was given a box containing evil and told not to open it. Which, of course, she did, releasing pain and suffering in the world. Close the box before hope could get out. Blah, blah, blah. Please, Lilith, move it along. This is middle school mythology. Don't rush me, Harry. You will hear what I have to say, and you won't like it. As if I ever do like what you say. Like most of your religious and mythological dogma, you humans have combined half-truths and fantasy together to create a canon that is more self-serving than enlightening. Pandora was not the first woman on Earth. I was. She was in the top ten, though. Next, it wasn't a box. It was a pythos. Don't look so confused. You've seen them. They're about as tall as Harry, narrow base, curved sides, large opening with a lid at the top. They were used for storage and sometimes caskets. Point, Lilith. The pythos was a gift from the angels. They filled it with the water from heavens, the gift of eternal life that Pandora was to share with her husband on their wedding night. Without going through all the details... I know Harry's attention span is slightly shorter than a hyperactive eight-year-old. An agent of an elder god replaced the water with the essence of corruptions and aberrations. She opened the pythos, and you know how that worked out. 
However, despite what you've heard, Pandora did close the Pythos before the most horrific aberration could escape. What happened to the Pythos? It was buried. In theory, no one knows where it is. Theory? Someone knows where Pandora's box uh, Pythos is? Not yet. They might if... In 79 AD, an angel and dark angel did the unthinkable. The result of this union was a child who would be the map to Pandora's Pythos. Neither the angels in heaven nor the agents of the Morning Star could allow this child to be born. They took dramatic action. Wait, 79 AD, Pompeii? Yes, Pompeii was where our star-crossed lovers took refuge. Elizabeth is clever, Harry. Yeah, I'll make a note of that if she's ever on Jeopardy. I thought the eruption of Mount Vesuvius buried Pompeii. It did, thanks to the angels. They decided it was better to liquefy 16,000 souls with boiling lava than allow that child life. That's ghastly. It's efficient. Was it the Antichrist? Ha! No. This child frightened the Morning Star as well. Then who... I mean, what was the child? And what does this have to do with Harry? Yes, for the love of all that is sacred and pure. What does any of this have to do with me? The child of Pompeii was to be the map to Pandora's Pythos. What are you getting at, Lilith? I had to be sure that you and Fiona... I checked the Akashic records. Had to offer a girl as a sacrifice to do it. Oh my. She doesn't mean a human girl. She's talking about one of her demon succubi. Not much of a loss in the grand scheme Dark of... Angel, if you please. Fine! Dark Angels! Hell, I'll call them precious little princesses if he gets you out of here sooner. When you slept with that backstabbing little tramp... Pot. You... Kettle. Black. Wait a second. That old lady they found at the Order of the Dagger and the Cross. Was that Fiona? Did you do that to her? It was her punishment. I aged her and took away her magic. She was trying to kill me. Remind me to buy her a drink the next time I see her. Which may be sooner than you think. Dad? There it is. There is the look. Oh, it's even more delicious than I imagined. Are you trying to say that Fiona's pregnant? And I'm the father? You worked it out all on your own. I'm so proud of you. If it were only that, I would have sent a card. No, it's worse. Obviously, you're not an angel, but you are the champion of one, and that... I renounced that when Gabriella let Carmen die. You may choose not to heed her call, or you may abdicate your responsibility, but you cannot change what you are. And what you are is more celestial than earthly. The Akashic Records said your spawn will be the map to Pandora's Pythos. Lilith, please. You really expect me to believe that? Unless you want the wrath of the angels to come down on everything you care about and love, you'd better believe. The only way to save your world is if you or Fiona stop the birth of the child. Sure. I'll just cause a volcanic eruption. Don't flatter yourself, Harry. You don't pack that kind of power. The only reason the angels used Vesuvius was that they couldn't find Mom and Dad, and time was running out. 
No one can hurt Fiona directly, and only the parents can prevent the birth of the child. The choice is yours, Harry. Kill your unborn child, or allow the angels to destroy innocence to prevent its birth. Oh, my word! You're the most vile creature on the planet. Of any planet, Lilith. Do you really expect me to believe the angels destroyed Pompeii over a baby? You know what this is? This is you screwing up. You meant to kill Fiona, but now the sisters of Our Lady of Perpetual Sorrow have her, and you can't get near her. So what do you do? Make up this crazy story and expect me to kill Fiona for you. I know we've had our differences, but I give you my word. The angels, both dark and light, will do whatever it takes to stop your child's birth. They can't hurt Fiona directly, but they can cause natural disasters around her. Think of the innocents who will lose their lives if you fail to act. Then let the angels come down and bust some heads. I'm up for a little global warming. Probably time for a celestial reboot anyway. And you think I'm vile? Wait until you see the vileness of angels who've been let loose from their chains. Sodom and Gomorrah will look like a luxury neighborhood when the angels are finished. If there's nothing else, Lilith... You're turning your back on the humans you love so much? I'm turning my back on an egocentric dark angel whose purpose is to bring as many souls to hell in order to please her master. I will not kill an unborn child or its mother, demon or not, in order to complete one of your nefarious plans. Good night, Lilith. You couldn't be more wrong about this, Harry. I hate demons. What if she's telling the truth? I don't think Lilith can spell truth, much less speak it. You, Harry Strange, you have to help me. Pretty sure I don't, toots. Yes, you do. You have to find my husband. There's an app for that. You're the reason my honey poo is gone. I don't know any honey poo. Get back or I'll shoot. No, you won't, you skinny little tramp. And you do know my honey poo, Mr. Strange. You call him Finny. Mother Superior, I strongly protest. Noted, Sister Maria. Well, aren't you going to stop this this butchery? We haven't the authority to stop it. Father Rizzo represents the Vatican. Did you call anyone to verify it? There's something off about him. Another one of your feelings. Please just call. I mean, doesn't it seem strange to you that the Vatican would order this? And even if they did... Wouldn't there be an entire team, not just one guy? Or they would fly Sister Fiona to Vatican City. Mother Superior, something is definitely wrong with this picture. What do you suggest, Sister? Throw myself in front of him and his contraption? This removal seems barbaric and something right out of the Middle Ages. I'm going to call Bishop K. By the time you find Bishop K, Father Rizzo will have completed his gruesome task. That's all I can do. I recommend you stay out of Father Rizzo's way. Is that a directive or a suggestion? Father Rizzo is a representative of Rome, acting on orders from Rome. Think about your next decision. Govern yourself accordingly. Oh, I will. Hello, Fiona. Or whatever name you're going by today. Who are you? I am the Deliverer. What do you want? Your baby. You can't. It's not time. Oh, your time is up, Harret. I won't allow it, Stepamikarilius. You don't have the power to stop me, demon. 
opus perficere autum yara dea. Those are not the words of the Catholic Church, or any church. No, they are the words that worship Yara. This is the haft of Sibylle. With it, I shall slice open your foul flesh and take this spawn from your womb. Father Rizzo! What are you doing? Get away from her! For the love of Jesus, child, get out! Discadite huies cubiculae prolem, voces non reseparant hic! No! Oh, my lord, whatever words he spoke blew me out of the room. He is not from Rome. He's from hell. I can see a little from the small window at the top of this wooden door. He's anointing her with some oil. If I put my head against the door, I can sort of hear them. It looks as if he's sharpening that haft blade. This child shall bring my mistress to greatness. What you're planning is barbaric! If you are a mortal woman, perhaps... But you're a succubus, a demon, worthless in the eyes of God. You don't represent God. No, I represent she who was diminished by God and his harlot. She will have her freedom on earth. Your child will assure that. Please, not my baby! As if a demon could care about another. I've changed! I'm not the same woman I was. Something about this child is... Save your lies, whore. It's time. No! Not my child! Escadite huies cobicelae prulem. Voses non reseparantica. No! Leave her alone! He's bringing the halfway close to her stomach. Sister Maria, what are you doing? from Rome? I know. There isn't a Bishop K in Rome. Or anywhere. He's locked the door. Do you have the key? Stay away from me. Oh, my lord. It's one of these. Oh, my God. Something. Oh. Sister Maria, what do you see? It's a, it's a giant... I, I don't know. It, it looks like a spider's leg, but... I, I can't see where it's coming from. It's wrapped itself around Father Rizzo, and it's squeezing him. It has a little hair like barbed wire. Oh my god, it's cutting through his cassock. That doesn't make any sense. Here, you look. My lord, you can see his flesh bursting from the tension of the leg. Another leg has wrapped itself around his head. Look. I think I should find the key. Yes. We need to get Fiona out of there. Oh. Ugh, it's over. What do you mean? I, I mean, he's gone. Those spider legs squeezed him until he burst like a ripe pineapple. Do you think it's safe? We need to get Fiona out. We slowly pushed the door open and stepped inside. The stench of human waste hit us first. What was left of Father Rizzo could be sopped up with a mop and a bucket. The legs and the beast they belonged to were thankfully nowhere to be seen. Fiona lay on the bed. None of Father Rizzo had gotten on her. Fiona, are you okay? What was that? It just came out of nowhere. Is my baby all right? Who left?
Get that horrible man in here! It's okay, Fiona. I'm going to give you something that will help you rest. That evil man tricked us into letting him in here. Perhaps you should consider increasing your security. I have a feeling others will be coming for me. Harry Strange, Episode 305, Hell Broke Loose, was written by Tony Serechia and directed by Jason Tyler. All material is copyright by Tony Serechia and used with his permission. Featured in tonight's cast were Emily Jane, Trisha Groves, Don Harvey, Emma Green, Parissa Johnston, Kellen Stennett, and Brian Troxell. To keep up with the latest news and information on everyone's favorite private investigator, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash harrystrangeradio. Send your questions, comments, and suggestions to producer at harrystrange.com. For comments that may be included on future shows, call the listener hotline at 678-379-8669. That's 678-379-TONY. Harry's opening and closing theme music was written and performed by Ryan Lassard and is copyright by Ryan Lassard and used with his permission. Contact Ryan at rlassardmusic at gmail.com. Incidental music was written and performed by Kevin McLeod and is copyright by Kevin McLeod and used with his permission. Visit incompetech.com for more of Kevin's music. Sound effects provided by license with soundsnap.com. For the Harry Strange Radio Drama, I am Joanne Prudem. Good night.